The Persistent and Nasty podcast is a series of interviews and informal discussions with inspiring women and other marginalised voices in theatre, film and beyond. From actors to activists, we aim to amplify these voices and invite the world to stay nasty. Hello you lovely lot and welcome to another episode of Persistent and Nasty. Hope that you are all doing really, really well. Um, So this week we got to see each other in real life. We got to go to the pub. We were sitting outside but we still got to go to the pub and the three of us got to sit and chat and have a drink and it was lovely, so, so lovely. Um, We are taking our stages in Scotland. We are now on to stage three, I believe, phase three phase three um, of moving out of lockdown which is all very exciting. I hope that wherever you are you're all doing well and you're getting to see more friends and family. Today's episode is with the gorgeous Patricia Panther. Patricia is multi-talented performer and is just a joy to have the chance to have a conversation with she's a joy to be around when you when we're not in lockdown but just even chatting to her over zoom lifted my spirits so much this episode was recorded a few weeks ago and so we were still quite uh still quite strict with our rules and regulations during lockdown um also this was over zoom so there are a couple of issues with sound but please stick with it patricia also has hay fever and um, she was really blocked up during this episode she thinks she sounds terrible i think she sounds absolutely delightful this is part one of two because we gabbed away so much so enjoy this lovely part with the wonderful trisha Sit back, relax, and enjoy. So maybe we should start by just uh, giving the listeners a little bit of your history, what brought you into the industry, all of that. Um, it was total, I think it was, well, I know it was a total accident. It wasn't supposed to be that way. Like, I, I always, growing up, primary, I sang, I sang, everybody sings, don't they? Sing along to the radio and whatever else. And I loved singing and I, I always will. Um, so, but I was always singing and sang in bands, sang with girls and, and whatever. I'd sing whatever, sing in choirs and wh- whatever was needed um, when it came to singing. <laughs> I would just try. <laughs> um, obviously, completely untrained and um, <laughs> completely untrained and just chancing it. Untrained and chancing it. I think it's... <laughs> um, it was just so was um but just I think what happened because I ended up doing my degree in digital art and animation so I went down mm-hmm. art anyway um digital art especially because I love graphics and loved anim- stuff 2D animation 3D animation um and then I ended up working at a broadcaster's company for a broadcasting company I wouldn't even know <laughs> not going to be them but um I got the opt because it was I could see people around about me starting to go part time and hey, okay. I oh I wonder if I could go part-time what would I do because I was always making music I was trying to produce some stuff on like I bought a, I just tried it. I got a laptop and, and then I got a desktop and then I got software from engineering music because I always sang but it's always other people's lyrics other people's songs other people's productions compositions and it was 
you know, it's just like that. He's like, oh, man, I wish I could give it a go, but it didn't. It didn't. I don't know. I just I thought I don't know what I'm doing, but I may as well try something. So I, I got the this the software, all that sort of stuff. Started making music, putting stuff on uh, MySpace, and I was doing. Uh, I did a Burns. Um, it was uh, I can't remember. The, I basically did something. For, I can't remember. We were basically in a house, and it was based around loads of musicians put in a house somewhere in the country, Dumfries. And it was the burn. It's not called the Burns Unit, but it was called Burns something. I can't remember but, but that long ago. Burns Unit. But and when I, yeah, I know it's like well, it was basically Abby Burns and um, yeah. Sort of concept, but like there was there was there's been bands that have done that over the years, and one I think they were really successful was called the Burns Unit, and they ended up okay. in Jules Holland. We came like years after them, and we were doing the same thing. But I get I get stuck on their name of it. But it was called something else. I think it was called okay. the Burns House or something. Something. Like but um, the so doing that, I was working with um a guy called Ronnie Gar, and he said, "Oh, you should speak to um this guy that I know that works in Traverse Theatre called Stephen Cotton. Um, you should just speak to him and send your music to him." And I thought, "Theatre? Question mark? What theatre?" And I. I wasn't taken to the theatre growing up, so the only thing I knew about theatre really at that point, and embarrassed to say, was pantos and I suppose some shows, but I never, I wasn't really, I did go and see some stuff. I remember going to, my first ever place I went to was Citizens Theatre. I remember going in there when I was so young. I seen a panto there, I think it was, let's say Jack and the Beanstalk, I, I think it was that. But I just remember how all the gold and the, the, all the beautiful carpet, and it was like, just felt like luxury. I was like, what is this? So when he said theatre, I thought, I, just, I was like, theatre, what about that? I'm not sure. Um, but anyway, um, I contacted Stephen Cotton and he passed my music on to Cora Bissett, who's working on, on a new show, a musical. And um, she was like, oh, she had a music on. She had it on, when she passed, passed on some of my music, she was written around my MySpace. <laughs> so long ago. She'd written okay. about my and was like, <laughs> she'd written around my MySpace and she was um, just like, oh, really? Um, interested in seeing if you could put some of your music in the show called Glasgow Girls and it's a musical and back then was musicals it could be like all the sort of nasal whiny singing thing yeah. like, I never knew all that stuff <laughs> yeah. oh, about, I think, you know, just I was like, I was like Basically, the concept of Glasgow girls is around um, and these teenage girls that are politicised at such a young age because their friend had been um, dawn raided. It's around refugees and seeking asylum and all sorts of stuff that I never could in my head correlate with a musical. Mm-hmm. So I'm intrigued, interested, confused, uh, and, you know, just like, okay, we'll see what happens. But So I took time off my work and... Um, I remember going into a rehearsal room, the first rehearsal room I went into working in theatre, and it was just, wow. Just seeing the whole operation of sound designers, music director, there was Hilary Brooks, there was Cora Bissett director, there was an assistant um, music director at the time, um, there was three other songwriters um, slash composers, all these actresses, really talented young female actresses and then the actual real Glasgow girls were at the side of the room it was just really overwhelming for me but I mm-hmm. was trying to hide possible I was like I don't know what I'm doing here I, I don't know what's going on <laughs> but I 
they have the lot and like you see David Gregg who's a writer and it's like oh they last week I was like, oh my god, what's this? And it was just amazing because every like being at, at the table, literally at that table where mm-hmm. everybody's um, the lighting designer, choreographer, music director, actor, everybody's boy, everybody had like a component piece that was required to make this show operational. And I just really, really loved that. I thought, wow, I just I, I've never been in that sort of not been in the world like that. I've never yeah. like even though I'd came to the broadcast company. My experience was that we didn't work like that, you know, we mm-hmm. didn't work like that. So I just really, really loved it. And um, and after after being in that sort of process and, and, and submitting music, and then the director was like, do you think you would ever want to be in the show? And I'm like, what? 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 It's uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. So I was, I was sure. But what, 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 you know, what curved learning experience everything and of course I was like I have to be because I, I was obviously unsure but it was um the other songwriter other composer that was working with Sinti Smati Bardwa she's an amazing singer songwriter rapper producer and she's like Trisha I'm sorry but you actually have no choice you have to do this and I was like you have to do it yeah she was and she was just like because she's a successful singer songwriter she tours all every weekend she's in a different country and doing gigs to like thousands of people so she knows what she's touched like and you have to she just like you've actually got no choice you have to do it. I was like because I didn't and it, it takes that it act, I think if I actually wonder if I never if she wasn't on the project whether I would have joined it because she gave me the confidence to just go for it because I never because yeah. she's well, she's um of Asian um descent she's an Asian um, ethnic ethnicity and I never I just thought like what? Like really? That's a thing I could do that. So, but it was with her engagement. I was like, okay, and I'll do it. And left to the job I was at, and um, that's how I got into theatre. That's, <laughs> that's how I got into such a long story. But it's- I didn't know that she had encouraged you to do it, and I I totally love that. Like that's just that thing that I mean, I totally believe in that. As women, we we should be raising each other up all the time. And our power comes yeah. from being allies to each other. Like, I just, yeah, that's great. I love that she made you do it. So glad she did. Like, so you actually have no choice. Okay. Because I just, I, I, honestly, I think I would have, I'm sorry for my nose, but. It's all right, don't worry about it. Really badly. Let's just get hay fever, guys. <laughs> badly honestly all right my eyes are starting to water maybe that's because i was about to cry as i was talking about women raising each other up that's where i'm at in lockdown this week <laughs> well, isn't it? i think like i would love to think that i i, I, I do that for other women and um, I, I i know i do but like in terms of like in that sort of scenario that, that situation where it's that crucial where it's like of course you could do it of course you could do it do it try it give it a go see what happens um i I'm 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 so I'm so thankful to her for doing that yeah. and and the Cora for giving me a chance because I didn't know what I was doing. I mean, what the hell? But I've got no business being on a stage. <laughs> like she did. Well, I saw you in it, and you do. So oh. <laughs> that's the thing. Thank you so much. I so, well, I am. Um, I don't BS. There's no BS from me. So yeah, I remember seeing it because I saw it the very first time it came out. Um. Well, your original cast, so like Dawn was in it, uh, Myra, Francis. Oh, my. 
Yeah. yeah. So I saw original. Yeah. So it's in America as well, and Stephanie McGregor. Yeah. And Captain. And yeah, it's just mad. It was a mad time. Um, it was just, and it's thanks to those girls as well, because obviously, um, the thing is with Sunti, she was the composer, songwriter on it, and once her contribution was given, like she delivered a product, she was off back onto it around the world, and I was left with the other girls. Um, and they were just wow, like Steph McGregor, Amaka, Rana, Amira, Dawn. They were just so, so nurturing and so helpful and so encouraging. Like, like they, they, I don't know this process. They don't know like um, things like or just all the theatre things, like things that people say in theatre. They're like, what are you talking about? Like, oh God, like things like the, like um, just even things like rehearsal versus development versus um tech tech yeah, i love tech, tech. <laughs> i love tech. Everybody's like, love tech. I'm like i love tech the sort of the slow sequential process of building the show the lights the the choreography the blocking the physicality of it all the costumes you go from this plain rehearsal room where nothing's there the blank walls crappy tables whatever and then all of a sudden you're in tech you're on the stage you've got the real the, the real um God, was like all the, all the props, everything's yeah. real, and the light, costumes on you, the sound system is popping. If you've got subs, um, and it's, <laughs> it's just so <laughs> subs, man. I don't understand theaters that don't want to have subwoofers, like proper subs, because you're totally like undermining a particular set of frequencies that the beef of it. And so people might think, oh, you want subs just because you like bassy music. It's not that. It's actually. The full range of of sound needs to be presented. You can't just have um, the mids and tweeters like the highs and mids. You need the bass too. You just need it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So like all these all these processes, these things that um, all these actresses they helped me with. I was like, what, what, we're in tech next week. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, basically, we put the costume on, we go through from the start to finish, and it stops and starts, and it's oh my god, it's so boring, but. <laughs> But there for like however many hours and they change lights and they change lights in a different colour until the director finds the right one. But you some and you can't always see the yeah, you can't always see what's coming together because you're in it, but you can feel it when the light washes are different and you're like, ooh, this feels atmospheric. Ooh, this might fit the scene, and then if you choose a different one, you're like, oh fair enough. But um, no, I just I I just I, I think it's such a, a wondrous um medium theatre and and it's so political. It can be so political. It can be so informative. I think it's such a such a raw, visceral experience to go and see a good a good theatre production, um, especially when they've got a good message. Yeah, I one of the, I think one of the things I loved about going to see Glasgow Girls that um, first time that it was at the sets was the diversity of the audience. Yeah, because um, there was so many. Um, people from so many backgrounds would come to see it because it had been such a big thing in Glasgow like that obviously like, the story and everything so it wasn't just your usual white-haired audience. Yeah I think the thing is like and they were there yeah. which is really important but you know other people uh, coming in. Yeah totally like it's totally like, I, I get what you mean because I think for me even like would I have seen Glasgow Girls? Possibly not, because I wouldn't have known, because I'm not in that world. Um, but 
for me, it was understanding that was like one big, beautiful learning curve to see what theatre can do, what it can be. And if people take risks and chances, you could create mm. something so wondrous and so informative, yeah. educational, um, with, with humour as well. Um, theatre is so magical for that. And it's it's so important. And I worry about, like, obviously with the law. Yeah. What's happening? with that because funding is always also all, sorry the fund, funding is um has always been, an issue <laughs> yeah totally the screen so with this is just going to make things more worse because um theater, especially theater companies with theater buildings as well like mm-hmm. how you know rent and whatever else and they can't open because and um, or they need to open to reduce capacities but that yeah. would be really i suppose and um, so is there in tricky way. situations, aren't they? Like it's a really tricky situation. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, kind of. But it's interesting with um Scottish ensemble, Scottish theatre, sorry, um they with them bringing things online. It's really it's I suppose it, it's 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 fantastic because that's what they that was their work around to do that. Um and and do you know what? Like it's do you know I it's, it's, I'm honestly really positive about it because I was told about the concept and they were writing the script because it's it's coming from the, the, the younger theatre makers they're making the script alongside collaborating with the director so sorry excuse me for my, my hay fever don't apologise <laughs> don't apologise it's, it's, it's live, it's real, it's what happens oh, oh life is live um, but like see when I got the script through like any sort of worries or whatever fears I had were laid because the script was so visual in my head. So I could see what was happening. It just felt I could see the colours, I could see the lights and get some ideas for what music to make for the show. So it was mm-hmm. very, it's it, there, even though it's not in a live space, it's going to be online. I remember thinking, I said to the director, and Melanie, I was like, this feels like it's going to be like a live film in a sense. Mm-hmm. It will be because it's digital. Um, so... I know there's going to be different, so many different um, creative people out there that will adapt. Because that's what we do. We have to. We yeah. do. So, yeah, we like, and, and, and do you know what? Please let the artists lead as well. I think you need to lead the way out. I think so. I know it, mm-hmm. there's always a space for consultants and corporate people and people with money to come in, but you've got to just let the artists run with their ideas and create the things that they want to create because that's what's going to get us out of this I think instead of yeah that's what I feel because there's so much talent especially in Scotland that's out there that is really really not getting a voice and not being heard and it's really it, it hurts me I'm just like what's going on there's a talented person there's a talented that's a very talented person why are they needing to work outside Scotland or why are they not working or so I think that's Get, that gives me the motivation to want to write my own and create my own work and that's mm-hmm. not to create my work that is going to be picked up by any sort of theatre body or anybody um, but I feel like it's going to keep me uh, oh my god there's a wasp in here <laughs> <laughs> I could hear a buzz and I was like oh, oh I better not but I see it as, as yeah as long as it stays away from me I'll be fine but anyway <laughs> that train of thought but yeah there's it's there's so there is so much talent it's got like talent that I, I would I'm, I'm not I don't even know about it, but I know it's there because this is I think this is a country of people that feel like we need to prove ourselves in a sense because mm. we know we're amazing we're a small country 
We're amazing. There's so many talented, creative people here, but, but it's not always given the chance and the opportunity. Really, it's really, really, really bad. Um, and I, I really feel like the way out of it is to allow the artists to lead this because I don't. I just yeah. I I, I I'm I'm concerned and annoyed. <laughs> when I yeah. Things like that. Yeah. Totally with you on all of that. A couple of weeks ago, we did like a virtual town hall thing. We just put it out on social media and was like, what What do we do to kind of safeguard? The industry and it was really good there was like about 35 folks turned up it was really nice we just did it over zoom and um so louise who's our because i don't i'm rubbish at all the typing up and all that i'm like i'll do the chat guys you can do the admin <laughs> <laughs> um so louise uh, is currently finishing off transcribing the whole thing so it was about i think it was about an hour and a half's worth of stuff um because also we want to make it as accessible as possible um as well because we were like um i i like because jennifer uh, bates is my, my one of my besties and um, i'm so aware of because she has her own company ddh ensemble and i'm so aware of um our deaf artists being left behind just now um because they're not like lots of people are putting stuff out online and they're not captioning it or they're not having a signer um, and obviously now as well with the whole thing about everybody possibly having to wear face masks, how does that work for somebody who's deaf and who lip reads? Like it just, you know, and if we're in a rehearsal room and we're having to wear face masks, how is this going to work? Like it's, we're kind of, we're jumping ahead a little bit and we're forgetting all the work that we have been doing that we need to keep doing. Yeah, that's so important. I, I, I hadn't even thought of that actually. And I, I, I'm hopeful, I'm not even sure if our performance will be captioned, but that's something I'm going to raise. You know, I'll raise it and I know Mary will be like, yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but that's good though. It's just like being aware, isn't it? It's the more people that are aware to make sure it gets covered. That's all it, that's the most important thing. Um, yeah, because it's just like, and I think it's great, like you were saying, you know, we adapt, we do adapt as creatives. Like we just like, you know, we adapt and we change. And there's so much stuff going out online. I think because people are desperate to keep going with their creativity, they're forgetting to caption stuff. They're forgetting to make it as accessible as possible. And also there's that thing, isn't there? It's like the folk that have the money can do it. And the people that aren't as well off or that are, you know, now having to look for another job and have got no money coming in, like they don't have the time or maybe the equipment to start making stuff like that. Yeah. And that worries me as well a little bit, because I'm like, is that our industry getting shrunk again because of privilege? Uh-huh, yeah. I think that's that's one thing, that's why I say that, like let the artists lead, because you yeah. know what's going to be, we all know, it's going to be led by higher-ups that have a vision. And like you say, we'll leave behind certain artists, or certain um, people with this, like, that, like um, Things that need to be addressed. Like, um, I've done. I've worked. I've worked with. Uh, I did a show, uh, BPM, and it was it was based around. Basically, I was I was I was basically interpreting through song for the deaf the the deaf performer, um, hundred percent because he it was just it was his show and I was just there singing. <laughs> <laughs> so like, um, 
and, and being a, and working with a performer like that who's so charismatic and so uh what's the word uh what's the word he's so intense on stage so i was getting lost <laughs> and watching him and watching work. him yeah as i'm meant to be performing as well but i'm but, um, like working on shows like that that makes me realize and also because we and i've done i remember doing like um i can't remember the term either when i did um i call it aladdin but it's arabian nights oh my jesus <laughs> always looks the two shows up, I but and when i did that show we did a, um, a special performance for I know, and, and so like we had to strip back the lights, yeah. we had to strip back certain things of the sound, and it was accessibility. Just, oh my god, yeah, we, that 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 needs to be a thing. It just needs to, because um, that's the thing. My dad um, was blind, so things like that, like having cat, like if you have uh, an audio described performance or something, like because uh, in terms of like, I, I don't even know if it's fair to say disability now. If that's the right term, that's probably an inappropriate term. Um, but my dad is disabled and, and he like things like that I know you can't just exclude people you just can't yeah. can't leave them behind yeah. so I especially am um, very sensitive to that and, and, and try as much as possible to be aware of not leaving yeah. people behind and things like that yeah that's, <laughs> yeah but that's you're right though I think actually a lot of the time is a if the artists are the ones that are leading these are the things that we'll all talk about yes. and they get said and then we take that on board really I think because because of what it is that we're trying to create we want to create a world for everyone this is the hippie in me coming out I'm like yeah <laughs> um, but because we are trying to create a world for everyone to be part of and feel and experience that we'll always remember those things once we've had a chat about it whereas and I'm not attacking the institutions and stuff they have so much to do I think sometimes they do forget sometimes yeah, but just, just, there you go I forget I'm not I'm not higher up but I just forgot there when you were saying about um, accessibility and needing things captioned or signing and being in there so I'm like oh my god yeah yeah I didn't we're moving that. into a new yeah. we're moving into a new way of being at the moment though like because that probably would have been thought about um for one of the performances at least so of course of, yeah for the tour it would have definitely yeah. um so it's just that thing of because like, the... we're moving into a new way of being it's like how do we yeah we need to keep all that and take it with us and i think i love that like the artists lead yeah. It's going in a quote, babes. That's in a quote right across. It's I, think, I, I, I feel like you get a more passionate, um, well-rounded outcome if you have yeah. it that way. I feel like that. I just because that's the thing. Like you know what it's like. All these are we all talk. All these are, we all talk. <laughs> we all talk, <laughs> and uh, and we all have these solutions and stuff. Not in power necessarily. Yeah. And we're yeah. like, how are things like that? Why are like this and if we were here we would do this and, and it's just like um it would, it would just yeah I just I just see such benefit with that yeah I really do yeah <laughs> um so from Glasgow girls your career then moved on and you, you fill us in <laughs> has it I don't know um, I've done I've done other shows and stuff, and I think I was actually trying to work out. I was like, have I done more acting work? Have I done more compo composition sort of sound design work? And it, it, in ways, it sort of balances itself out. I am lucky that I get to be 
production. So I get to be behind the scenes. I get to be in the sort of auditorium in the darkness with the technical people. When people are programming lights, I'm in the dark with the little headset on. <laughs> Working with my headphones on, like playing away. Um, and <laughs> I love it. I, lo I love it. And then I get to and then I get to watch the art, the actors on stage. I love, I love to me see like a really good actor devouring text and mm -hmm. like sense of uh, the script and trying to sort of uh, yield more and more information and, and hunt for things. I love watching that process. Um, so I, I love that. I love like being at the corner, making the music and then watching the actors work. Um, and then I get to, uh, on occasion, get to be on the stage myself. I get to go through the tech process and whatever else. And um, so I suppose from there, I'd, I can't just try to think what I've done since. Um, Do you think that, oh, sorry, on you go. Oh, no, no, no. No, I was just going to ask about um, just that experience of having been on stage and in Glasgow Girls and now you get to perform as well. Do you think that has a has changed like your composition work and it changed it's changed how you maybe do that because you're getting the experience of both sides because you know what i mean like not everybody who co uh, composes for a show has the experience of being on the stage yeah that's such a oh, such a beautiful question actually that's really nice um uh, yeah i think it has it's i i just i think i try my best once again, to let the artists lead, I actually do. I listened, of course, to the director. They have the overall vision. I, I like you have a director that just they know what's going to look like. They know uh, the outcome and they see it all already. And I, I'm very attentive to. I'm so sorry, buddy. I'm so okay, sorry. Don't, don't apologise. Do we need to? Oh, hey, Diva. <laughs> I know. Save me. Oh, so bad. I remember I did a show when I was, I did BPM with Jake. I had, I could not breathe, but I had to sing. And it was, it was, it was very, very tough. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Anyone that saw that, saw that show would barely get a word out. Um, so yeah, I, I, I like the artists. Like, I always, I always watch the actors. Even though, even though I'm given direction by the director, I watch the actors. I try and feel what they're feeling because I know what it's like to be there sometimes. Um, so I try and, uh, what I do, I let them lead because it's them that's on the stage. It's them that's going to use the music to feel the emotion or use the sound effects to sort of react from. So it, it definitely comes from there. And, and then, uh, so I try my best to be as attentive as possible. And I, I love that. I love that, that I can be like, I'm here to support you, mm -hmm. you guys. And I'll, I'll I'd say like even with the, the the youth ensemble saying to them like if you've got suggestions like please speak up and say if you think if you've got like certain colors or ideas or words that come to your mind or sort of sound effects that might help you in scenes and uh, like they just gave me a, a list a list of stuff like sorry this I'm just like trying to pick up that 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 they yeah, so that's like just an example there. It's like they, they were like Hans Zimmer, ticking clock, emphasis, emphasis, ambient, industrial, electronic, urgency, industrial sound, raising it, all this stuff. Like that wouldn't that I wouldn't wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily come up with all that stuff. Yeah, it's made me go, oh my god, yes, white noise, yes, white noise, wow, scary for 
just like so that's it i can't be one of these keep your mouth shut i am making the music i will decide <laughs> what happens with it. it's it's too much of a collaborative process to be so up your own deep to yeah. discount oh babes swear away don't worry about it the input is like negligible or but that's a really beautiful that. way to work though that everybody feels like their voice is heard that's what it's like what you were saying about that at start in glasgow girls that everybody's opinion was a uh, listened to and appreciated and that's what makes really great work. And maybe sometimes the work might not be appreciated by an audience to a certain extent, but what, or like, you know, critics and all of that, they might not care, but you know, everybody else gets it. And there's heart. Like, I think we've all been in situations in workplaces and work environments where it's like, you may as well not be there. And you don't feel like you're contributing your contributions valid or needed or warranted or whatever and it's it's it it shouldn't be that way it really shouldn't be that way i just loved the difference of being in a meeting where sound is to do with me and obviously you've got a hit you've got like um the the operator that then pro, like programs it and then plays it or whatever during the show or whatever but then you've got the choreography so choreography is deal, that person deals with choreography that person deals with the writing that's the writer that's the direct like every like you can't you, it, it's not going to happen if you don't have all those components and and that's what i love about, that's why i keep saying i love about theater i love it about i love it about um performance i suppose like even if it's tv or film or theater that sort of arena media sort of thing and, and it's it, from my experience sort of the new sort of newer work that i do that's it's um it's it's all taken on board and and seeing perfect creative work professionals work. I, I'm always such a nosy person, so if I'm like backstage anywhere or if I'm in a rehearsal room or film set or whatever, I'll be like <laughs> looking at like camera crew because in my former job, these cameras and stuff, I'd be like, what the camera is that? Or I'm like, can I see it? <laughs> can I see it? Can I speak it? <laughs> I just I just, I'm I'm so I'm so I get so um. Because you know everybody's job isn't, not everybody could do everybody's job, like cameraman, that's, that's like to, to filming, all that sort of stuff. And so I'm, I'm, and also like I had to do some um, ADR and I don't know what that stands for, but it's like sort of, I had to overdub <laughs> some stuff. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, comparing it to the recappy studio I've got in my house, like that was serious stuff. I was like, oh my God, like looking at the headphones, I was like, okay, this speaker is that, okay, the microphone. I just I, I, like because I know all these things. If you even talking to people about that, like it, like people that are really into a job, they'll be like, oh, they'll just tell you, and they'll just like get enthusiastic alongside you. Oh my god, it's great! It's the speakers, this and that, and 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 the advice you can get as well, just by mm. showing. Sometimes some people, it's not all. It's not always. Um, it doesn't always work out. Like a good thing, you might people might think, oh god, get her out of here. I'm like, okay, <laughs> Owen, just like. Uh, what kind of cable is that? What's <laughs> <laughs> well, this? Ah, that's nice. Why did use that? Why is this like this? It's loads of there's so much. There's so many things because like I, I know myself. If I'm in a theatre and I'm trying to mix 
attract to the, the 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 room. It's I feel like I don't always have the 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 knowledge or the tools to do that, and I always feel like it could be better. So when it comes to like understanding acoustics, understanding resonance, understanding sound frequencies, there's so much to learn, and I don't want to not know that. I just mm-hmm. don't. So I always try and keep myself informed, educated on a multitude of things, a multitude of things, because I do so many things. I mean, we spoke about crystals and stuff. I do shiatsu, yeah. which is like energy massage. Um, <clears throat> I sing occasionally. <laughs> and all sorts of stuff. And um, I'm trying to learn the violin. I don't know if you can see the I saw, yeah, I did see the violin, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to learn the violin. Because again, I did a show, and I did two shows actually, that had violinists in it. Um, a, a violinist called oh she's an actress as well Himera um, and she gave me that's her violin on the wall that's it's a three quarter size one so it's like it's not a full adult size one but that's the one she gave me because um, we did um, Arabian Nights people call it Aladdin sorry I'm just like I might be offending people by saying that but um, did a show and again she was like playing the violin oh my god the violin it just looks so beautiful what a mm. beautiful and I just Remember Vanessa May? Do you remember her? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The violinist who would go crazy and look amazing yeah. with this white. Oh my god, looks amazing. Yeah. So there's a scene at the end of the show, maybe nights, where Hamera jumps on. This is so funny. Sorry, so funny. But she jumps on the bed and then does this ending like Vanessa May style. And I just every day was just like, oh my god, Hamera. You look amazing. You look like Vanessa Mae. And do you know who Vanessa Mae is? And I'd love to play violin. And I don't know how to play violin. She was like, let me show you some stuff. Um, and she showed me some stuff. And um, and then she gave me a violin. And then I did another show with um, a violin. Glasgow Girls had a remount. The um, Cora added a live violinist on stage. And um, again, I was annoying Laura Jane Mulkey. Like, Laura, how do you play the violin? How do you get so amazing? Uh, and you know what? I've been learning it for a year and I still sound horrendous. It's just so... I just, I love it though. I love, I love it. So I'm trying. I love that you just do that though. Like it's, I actually just love how excited you are by all of it. It's like, it, but it's such a beautiful, it's such a beautiful energy to be around and like, I can only imagine wanting to make a show together because being in a room with you, like, that energy is just, like, I mean, we're doing this over Zoom and I'm like, ah, yeah, I'm excited. I want to go and do stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just, it's it's gorgeous. It's totally Aww. gorgeous. I think it's just, do you know what it is? I think it's just being in a situation where it wasn't like that because it's such a wondrous world. It can just, you know what, even if I was still in that broadcast company, it could easily be like that. It could mm-hmm. be, like, certain reasons whatever it's yeah just that way but with theatre because because it all because I think that's the thing the mind of an artist that was the thing that Sunti taught me she was like you don't understand <laughs> I don't know if I should be saying this but she's just saying like we're so different that does that does that sound that might sound a bit um I don't know the word but I think I know exactly what you mean though I think most artists will be like yeah I totally get I think our brains work in a different way yeah yeah it's just different I think it's because it, I think in a way it does need to be so as much as possible all-encompassing um to try mm-hmm. and take on as many different views opinions different ideas different ways of working different ways of thinking just to create things that are different and stand out and and she told me that like so being in that rehearsal room with her she was like because I was telling her stuff about my work and 
and things. And she was like, but you are an artist and we are more sensitive and you're supposed to be creating. You shouldn't be not creating. You should be things, making things. Otherwise, you'll shrivel up and explode, implode or whatever. And I didn't understand that, but I, I'm getting it now because mm. it's an opportunity to to have so much fun, but also work diligently hard. People might think looking into the arts, it's this glamour, it's fun, it's joy, and it is, it is, it is but it's also a lot of work. You cannot, you can't. That's the thing. Sometimes I, I find myself on stage. <laughs> And I have this lucid moment of like, if they knew how many times we'd walk this scene, like seriously, that mm-hmm. might sound, does that sound ridiculous? But like, I, I sometimes, <laughs> I, shouldn't, I shouldn't admit that, but sometimes I'm like, they have no idea. Cause that, that's what it takes. You can't just put a show on and run it five times. You need to run it, run it again, run it, run it, run it, run it, read the script, understand the words, understand the punctuation, understand everything understand where, why people are placed in that place and people are saying there's so much nuance intricacy so many things that you need to mine through and it's just it makes your head sort of like unfurl open up and just kind of you need to sort of be as much as possible expansive mentally you just do um so that's the thing it's like it's not it's, i know i talk like oh my god i'm in the free world i'm in the free world honestly like i feel like baby world at the minute just that's 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 the vibe i'm going but, um, it. but it's, it's hard every day I have to wake up because I don't know when this is going to start to open up again in terms of additions and mm-hmm. need to be on stage or whatever not be fit you need to at least be physically fit because it takes a lot out of you even if you're just doing a show where it's just dialogue and you're not dancing or doing acrobatics you can't mm-hmm. it, it takes all physically because all that sort of mental work drains you so yeah. you need to do the physical work and you run the violin scale vocal skills and I tried every day but obviously it's, it's not going to be possible because <laughs> I'm trying to do so yeah. but as much as there needs to be an upkeep um, with things um, writing and I know like I, well, I say I know I don't know this is the case but actors out there will be like running lines they'll be they'll be reading books on acting they'll be practicing accents they'll be practicing so many things like it's yeah. so many so so many reading books so like there's so honestly there's like so many there's so many things there's, there's so many things that i don't even know about like so many so many things i was just thinking like Doris and all these books i've got i've got cicely berry's book and books i've got her books and um, she's got she does amazing she's got an amazing um uh video thing on Shakespeare and yeah there's just so much to be around and it's like you can get that on YouTube little person me I can't get it all in so part two with Patricia will be out next week hope you can join us for that one also just to remind you guys of our offers that we have running for you our listeners we edition are still giving our listeners 25% off at checkout on your monthly subscription for we edition they are definitely definitely the future of casting not only are they given platforms for numerous different people but also it's a really green way for us to audition and to be seen which can only be a positive thing in this time we are still running our offer with backstage for our actor listeners if you follow the link in the description below for 12 months free subscription to backstage Again, super important, some great workshops going on and some really interesting castings uh, are going up on backstage now that things are starting to get back.
into some form of normality I say quote unquote also for our casting directors that listen you can have free castings on backstage if you type in persistent and nasty all one word at checkout guys come back next week for part two of Patricia and as always stay nasty <laughs>